Everybody and thanks for listening today. We really appreciate it. In today's episode, we're going to talk about yoga for geezers. And if you have no interest in yoga, hey, hang in there. You'd be surprised what you're going to learn today, especially yoga for professional athletes even, how they handle it. If you have some friends who like yoga, make sure you tell them. And this is not just for geezers. Younger folks may want to check this out as well. But we definitely want to highlight how it works for uh, old geezers. So myself, I used to do yoga every day. I did this faithfully for a couple of years in the past. Nothing real strenuous. I got a DVD from Rodney Yee, and I did his beginner yoga every day for a couple of years. It really helped me. I was dealing with some pain management ailments in my back, but I'm no expert on the subject. What about you, Jake? Well, you know, I've done a little bit in the past, uh, mainly when I was dealing with this chronic sciatic nerve that kind of ailed me a few years ago. A classic geezer ailment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I had a constant pain running down my leg, and, and it helped a little. But no, I'm not really not an expert on this subject, but luckily today with us in the studio for, your list, for our listeners is uh, Ryan Cunningham, who is a professional yoga, yoga instructor and owns Flow Yoga Studios here in Green Bay with us today. So welcome, Ryan. And how are you doing today? Can you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and Flow Yoga? Sure. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Um, definitely. So myself, I am um, an advanced teacher trainer, t- teacher training. And um, now I own Flow Yoga Studio I have for the last 10 years. And Within those 10 years, I've also published a book called Yoga for Athletes, and that has turned into my specialty that post-pandemic has evolved into just myself now teaching to the Green Bay Packers, so professional athletes. And uh, so behind the scenes, the studio is is up and running. Um, I do have teachers that teach there. Uh, so I am running the studio behind the scenes and then I'm just trying to get some really awesome teachers I have at my studio to really be recognized and noticed and they're amazing teachers. So, but myself, I've been teaching for 20 years Wow! and, um, and yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) All right. That's awesome. Well, as you know, our podcast is kind of targeted to the older audience out there, but we do have young followers as well. And they probably get a kick out of hearing about our old geezer ailments, uh, old geezer drinking, old geezer retirement, all of our old geezer stuff. But for sure, yoga is popular with younger folks. But when it comes to the older generation, I think a lot of us still aren't used to it. And so we're wondering what the benefits might be, or is it too risky because of possible pulled muscles, creaky joints, or injuring yourself? I know for myself, I quit doing yoga after I had back surgery. 
and now because I'm terrified of re-injuring myself. But I'm, I still do it occasionally, but I'm always so stiff and tight. So I'd like to take it up again on a regular basis. Do you have any suggestions for someone like that? Absolutely. And actually, I think um, post-surgery, back surgery, yoga would be very beneficial, but not a beginner or intermediate or advanced practice. I think more of a yin restorative class would be perfect because those are just, uh, most of the time you're on the, you're seated on the floor or laying down on the floor for those styles of yoga. And it's, you usually do um, easier poses that are less strenuous and you're not forced into a pose and not saying that other classes you're forced into a pose, just more when you mentally have a fear in your head about doing something, you you don't want to be tightened up and then try to do something to have an injury. So really, it's just trying to ease into it in a relaxed mental matter and physical matter, too. So you have the yin classes at your studio? Yep, we have yin, and we'll be offering restorative, too. So that'd be nice. And everybody else in there is probably in the same boat as me, where they're just trying to ease back into it. Just ease into it. And then also, they're, you know, it's, it's just a little bit more of a calmer environment, so the music's more relaxed. The, the energy in the room is more relaxed and more almost meditative, you know? So it's just a chill class. So I used to always do it early in the morning as soon as I got up. But then I read recently that that time of the day, the body's so tight that you're more likely to get hurt. Is that correct? I actually would disagree with that. Now, when it, what I Good. disagree, I want to do it in the well, morning. Yeah. You, I'm going to disagree on the fact that um, you're, you're more prone to injury in the morning. No, it, yes, you are going to be a little bit more tight because you're laying in bed for you know six to ten hours, however long people sleep. But you're in bed, and your body naturally, when you wake up, will be more stiff and tight. So that's why they always say drink water right away in the morning. Do some simple movements then get on your mat and do maybe a, more of a yin restorative practice, something a little bit slower, easier. Once you go back on your mat later in the day, you'll start to notice from that morning easy practice how much loose and open you are to be able to maybe take maybe a more of a beginner practice, something a little bit more flowy. So you could do more than one session in a day? Yes, but I, I wouldn't do like two hard classes in one day, but like, yes, you could definitely do more. And really just you can do a morning practice when you get up and you can do a practice right before you go to bed. And the practice both can be just really easy, simple stretches, five minutes, half hour, hour, whatever your time frame allows. Now, do you have classes specifically for older people? I don't have anything specific, but I have had, I've been um, asked if I would offer such a thing. I do have some teachers that are taking a teacher training at my studio this year. So I think in January of 2024, I will offer such a thing. And I think it's, it's something that geezers like you guys are actually looking for yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. something that a community can come together that are the same age and you know have that you know the similarities of just life and body ailments that they can kind of relate to well this is wisconsin so we're not as enlightened as out on the coast <laughs> the few times i've gone to a yoga classes it's mm -hmm. been almost all women so mm -hmm. that's awkward for an old guy um, you don't want to feel like you're a creeper in there or something yeah. like that. So um, are there classes specifically for men? There are classes offered, but not at my studio. I don't know of any other places that do, but I've heard of 
pop-up classes that'll have just men yoga for only for men. And I, and I understand like how that can be uncomfortable, but at the same time, I, I feel though, like with the, with the, a class for seniors or something that I feel like once you have that you you'll start to see more men kind of flow in because it's it's relatable on you know feeling those aches and pains and wanting to stretch more if I want to gather up some old dudes how many guys would I need to just get our own class going I would say you can get like maybe four five six seven that's all but if you want to get up to 20 we can fit 20 people half dozen maybe we could do it for our geezer lunch instead of lunch yeah every every month we get together for a geezer lunch we could probably combine that with some sort of a yoga yeah 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 for sure yeah and then you can take have lunch somewhere around the neighborhood of flow (laughs) great so talking about men and yoga you Mm -hmm. said that you uh are instructor for the some of the packer players and, and do some specific stuff on yoga for them. Tell us a little bit about that. So I, um, within the last 10 years of of teaching, actually I've been teaching to the Green Bay Packers for about 12 to 13 years now. And that evolved through my massage therapy business. So I do massage therapy as well. And I started working with, with some of the players and started integrating their what I could feel in their tightness through massage therapy I was like oh do you ever stretch this muscle and they were like well how do I do that so long story short that's where I start kind of started getting them to come to me for yoga and then it evolved into um, specifically I, I can now narrow down by the position of the player to what they need for their position for stretching and mobility so that's kind of what I do one-on-one with them or I'll work in a group setting with them and yeah so that's kind of what I do so it's they want to be to be able to stretch and probably burst or something so a lot of them yeah we call it explosion so instead of not bursting but it's like the explosion off the line Mm -hmm. so a lot I I get a lot of the O-linemen the D-linemen and then a couple of the a couple other positions too that just want that quick motion and a lot of that comes from I'll just kind of tell you right here from like the hips and core. So we'll really focus on, and when I say core, it's not just like doing ab crunches. Like it's the psoas, it's the quadratus lumborum. So like these big muscles in the in the you know the the body that really need to loosen up and lengthen. So I help with a lot of you know uh, helping them enhance their performance, if you kind of want to say, on the field by tweaking little things that I can do muscle specific in, in a yoga oh, practice. Wow. So it's kind of like a, almost physical therapy at the same time. Kind of like it is, I'm very anatomy based with my mm-hmm. yoga practice. So I do, when I, when I do work with them, I, you know, right before here, I was just working with one of the old linemen and it really does come down to it. Like, you know, when you work on one side of the offensive line, you become a little bit stronger on one side of your body. And a l- not. And when I say weak, these men are not weak, but one side will be t- tighter and the other side will be more loose. So it's just trying to com- come to a balance with using that the yoga practice so their explosion on the O-line is quicker. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so, yeah, it's kind of like the nerd in me right there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that, that's perfect. I, I can see how they want balance as yes, well. For sure. Yes, yeah. So I'm I'm familiar with where your yoga studio is because mm-hmm. 
I go to the wine bar right, <laughs> right next, next door. door. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have uh, students that go to the wine bar after class? Absolutely. How about before class? <laughs> uh, it has happened, yes. It has happened that we've had people have a glass or two before class. So they're feeling just nice and relaxed. So that's okay. Much more open to yeah, this. Yeah, just now. don't come over hammered. <laughs> but like, I mean, I guess I, I don't judge. I mean, the La Vie Bohème, like Carrie owns it and she's awesome. And she's got, she's just got a beautiful wine bar. She's amazing. So to be next to a female entrepreneur, like we really just balance each other out. Even though like, yeah, she she's a wine bar and I'm a yoga, yoga studio. Um people come over like they'll treat themselves to a glass of wine after a yoga class nice. so it's kind of like yeah, an, or we'll get like a bunch of girls that come together like girlfriend a girl's night and they'll come to yoga and then they'll go to the wine bar after so nice. it's just a fun little it's a it's a fun neighbor i have i'll mm-hmm. say oh yeah for sure <laughs> so i think one of the things that's you know a mystery about yoga is that there's names and words that people aren't used to so downward dog and lotus and child's pose trikonasana uh, so I, are those just classic <laughs> ones or are you allowed to invent a pose and come up with your own name for something though so uh, traditionally um there are traditional names in yoga so a lot of them are traditional Throughout different styles of yoga, I've heard different names for different poses. So I personally have never made up a name, but... Um, but that, it's not like there's yoga police that would prevent no, you from doing that. No, there isn't a yoga police. I mean, like from India, like they might say like, we don't approve of that, but they can't like, you know, it's, you know, in America, you can't really just, it's just what it is. There's so many different styles here. So, yeah. So it originated in India? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yoga, kind of on that note, you know, it's been long for around, a long, long time, yoga has. And I looked it up, Googled it, and it's, it's like, like over 5,000 years. Yes. So, you know, that's amazing. And the, the points is that, um, you know, it must be more than just stretching and holding poses. Is there more of a meditation, spirituality to yoga that, you know, you could talk about a little bit? So, yes, yoga, the asana, so what you had just talked about, down dog and all that, that's the physical practice. Meditation is the mental, the spiritual side of stuff. And to give you a little bit of a backstory, um, so monks actually came up with yoga, the physical practice so they can sit in the meditation longer so really meditation is the true depth of meditate of yoga so if you can sit longer that's why that that's what they wanted to do was be able to sit longer in the meditation so they created movement stretching that they wouldn't get all like antsy sitting in their meditation Ah. so meditation really is the true core of yoga so you actually want to at, at at some point evolve your your practice into meditation so geezers you guys keep talking about being geezers at some point maybe just try to focus more on your meditation and try to you know calm the mind Mm -hmm. to calm the body and that's where the ease easefulness comes okay well is is there skill levels within yoga kind of like martial arts has a white belt yellow belt green belt is there something similar to that in yoga? There is. You evolve into a practice of becoming an advanced practitioner, but there's no name for like, you know, it's basically beginner, intermediate, advanced. So there's not a specific degree no. where you and have to test out or no, do something no, like no, that? No, 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 no. And, and, and 
that's not something, an area that you want to dive into either. Kind of like remove that from your mind because that's the Western thinking brain and that's not yoga. Yoga is you go in because your practice will change every day. You know, so let's say you had, you're coming off work and you had just had a really bad day at work. Well, that bad day of work in your brain will affect your body. So you might feel heavier. You might feel, you might not have had enough water. So you're going to be dehydrated, you know, so how your brain is will reflect on your body. So that's kind of like why okay. meditation is the core of yoga. Of yoga, okay. Then the asana, which is the physical practice. All right. And then if you want to move on to a different style, it's just a matter of choice when you feel yes. ready or interested. Yeah, if you want to go harder or... or you want to just keep that easiness. But, like, there is no right or wrong way when it comes to a yoga practice. It's just finding what works for you, yeah. the style. And then it's, it's also the teacher, so if a teacher, if you don't feel like you're vibing with the teacher or you don't like their voice or their the way they talk, you know, then that's just not the teacher. So it's just kind of always jumping around to see what you like, what you don't like. And if you feel like the physical practice, because I know you had said, like, I, you know, after my back surgery, I don't want to go back into yoga, explore meditation. Start with that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like I, I think I was, um, you know, with meditation, I, I get this a lot. That's why I'm going to bring this up. So many people are like, Ryan, I can't sit. Like, you want me to sit and meditate. Like, my brain is just chattering away. I'm thinking about this, this, and this. So I always tell people there is no right or wrong way to meditate. Meditation is really just finding your way. So, again, working with a lot of athletes, like, I tell people, like, go for a walk or go for a run. And make that your meditation. You know, count your steps, count your breath. Maybe as you're as you're looking forward with your walk or your run or cycling, always find like one thing and call it out in your brain quietly. You don't have to say it out loud. Just think in your head, tree, bird, light, cloud. You know, just call things out. When you just narrow your thinking down to like one thing, counting your breath, counting your steps, Count, you know, just finding one thing and saying that's meditation right there. So hmm. athletes can meditate too yeah. in movement. There's walking meditation. Well, and some have to go in a dark room to do that, I understand <laughs> yeah. too, right? <laughs> some take things very extreme. <laughs> very oh. extreme. So geezers, as we move around and get older, man, our bodies get so loud. We're constantly snap cracking and popping. I know my wife's got an elbow. I mean, every time she moves it, it's crack, crack, crack. <laughs> so... You know, we're the geezers, and yeah. we're basically 14-year-old boys in 65-year-old bodies. So we want to ask, how often does someone fart in yoga <laughs> class? <laughs> oh, of course you guys are going to ask this question. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's one of those things, like, it probably happens once or twice a year, maybe more for some teachers, others, you know, but for me, once or twice a year. Oh, I think it's going to be more yeah. often than that if we schedule a year. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get six of our buddies together and it'll, oh, geez. Oh, that'll be fun. So, but I do, I, kind of on that same note, I remember when you used to put on a yoga class called Yoga and Beer yes. at one of the local uh, craft beer breweries. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Pam asked me, he says, oh, do you want to go do yoga Saturday morning? I said, ah, I don't think so. Well, there's beer involved. I said, well, then absolutely count me in. <laughs> do you do that anymore? Um, I don't do that anymore. No. Since the pandemic, I haven't really gone back to that big event. Um, but going off what you're saying with that, when I hosted it, we would have like up to 200 people show up for that event. And I would see guys 
geezers, if we're going to call you guys geezers, I would see you guys sit um, with their beer on their yoga mat, drinking their beer, and watching everyone do yoga. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I, I've seen this a few times, like tap their wife and be like, do you want another? Yeah. You know, and they would get up and go get another beer <laughs> in the middle of a yoga. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. I didn't get mad, but like you would get, they would get up and get another beer. Yeah. Well, I thought it was great because you'd be in a pose and then they'd say, hold that pose, pick up your beer and take a drink. Oh, yeah. I made so you had to be like balanced <laughs> on one hand and two feet in yep. order to That's get That's where you could make beer. up a name for that, a pose. I would, yeah, people, that, I would challenge that them fun. that, yes. So you had a good time Are you familiar that. with the Mila Music uh, yeah. down in Appleton? Uh, uh, yeah. So they offered a free yoga class one morning. We we always go every year and stay down there for a couple of days. I went to yoga with a raging hangover. <laughs> so that was interesting, <laughs> not only with a pounding head, but balance is How affected. was your down dog right. with that? Yeah. Oh, putting the head down was a bad and then so we walked out of there it was in the the little courtyard by the Radisson and we walked out of there and went right into the bar and got yeah. a Bloody Mary <laughs> so, anyway, see that's, that's when they need a yoga and beer in the morning for those yeah. so um, do you have to wait a certain amount of time after eating to, I, to do a yoga class I would say it depends on how much you eat but an hour to two hours Okay. and the style of class that you're taking so if you're going to take like an advanced intermediate like a you know a greater flow class or a greater movement class um i would wait at least two hours but you know an easier class a good hour hour and a half too so now delving into a little humor possibly here and old people in your classes can you share with us a funny or unusual yoga story about a couple of things that have happened to elderly folks in yoga class and in other words have you killed anybody yet no. from working too hard? I haven't killed anyone, but I I will say like, it, and this is a natural thing, but like, when as you get older, um, balance become gets a little off. Oh yeah, and for that's sure. why like you always hear like people falling oh, more yeah. often. So I have seen the um, I I've had a couple um, students of mine before the pandemic that were. You know, one is probably 80 now. Wow. Um, maybe early 80s by now. And I, I could gradually see the balance, you know, kind of just get a little bit harder for them. Okay. Um, so that's, a, I mean, that's just like the only thing I think I, other, otherwise, like the more you practice, you really can hang. You can wow. hang. It's just, you just start to see the ch- certain changes have to happen, more modifications when it comes to certain poses, but. Um, the more you practice, like you can really. Do you know of any treatment for vertigo that yoga can apply to? Because I have that vertigo, and it's like the you whole know, room is spinning and stuff. That and talking uh, no. about balance. No. no, that one actually, I I've I had a student who got vertigo really bad. That one is just one of those things that that's a natural process to have to work through. Yeah. That's the body probably just needing. So that's a physical therapy kind of thing. Yeah, to that, fix that one you need more of in. a more of a physical therapist, like yeah. the professional to okay. work with yeah. that. But they can help you because it is an inner ear mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. And um, they can guide you through that. But doing yoga, depending on what your physical therapist says, yes, you could probably do yoga with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But an well, easier class, not a hard one. Mm-hmm. I mentioned I started at home through a Rodney Yee DVD, just a I beginner's thing. Yeah. So if people are doing that at home now, what can they expect to be different in an actual yoga class? And how do they know what one they should sign up for? Um, I'm going to say, because a lot of people in the pandemic uh, really took on home practices, um, which is great that they still kept up with their practice. But um, when you go to a studio, 
you can get hands-on adjustments. So that's just really correcting your body to be in a yoga pose properly so you don't injure yourself. And sometimes like when you're in a in an actual studio, like you actually stick to the class and you go with, you know, you keep up with stuff. We're at home, like you'll check your phone, you know, you'll you'll be like, oh, I'm going to get up in a glass of water, pause, you know, where you can't really pause a yoga class in the studio. So I feel like I feel like you're going to get a, a, a greater um, practice going to the studio. So that's. So, you know, I hear about holistic medicine these days. Is yoga a type of holistic medicine, do you think? Yes, Is definitely. It? It's a natural, holistic, yes. And you mentioned a little bit about meditating. I'd really mm-hmm. like to start. I've tried it over yeah. the years, but I have a very busy mind, yeah. easily distracted. That, that movie where they go, squirrel, that was patterned <laughs> after me, I think. But So any meditation tips to get started for a guy like me? I actually would probably say just uh, maybe check out some apps and really explore what works for you. Like there's the Chopra app. They have meditation, so Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know him. Insight Timer is another one, and that one's free, and you can explore a lot through the free one. And the app called Calm. And those are, the, I want to say, the top three I would recommend that you can just really explore different ones, like something to help you to go to sleep or a morning one. Maybe if you feel like meditation isn't quite your forte, sitting and not doing anything, but you can also maybe do a mantra meditation, which is, you know, um, one where you just repeat a word or a phrase in your head. Um, you could do... Uh, inspiration meditations where someone's just repeating things that are positive affirmations, you know, like positive morning affirmations or something that will just kind of change your view of the day that kind of gives you more positive outlook on the day. And you're, so there's different opportunities to explore in those apps. So I feel like that's a great way to do that. And I know you guys keep saying that you're geezers and everything, <laughs> but like maybe try the mental part of it first before you actually take a yoga class or take an easier yoga class. But try both. It yeah, would be a nice okay. morning affirmation or something to ease your way, you know, for a night of sleep. So along with our podcast here, we have a little band, a little two, well, sometimes we're two-piece, sometimes we're three-piece, sometimes four, I guess, with Michelle right. on bass. So um, I, I was wondering... Would it help if we're going to practice? Would it help to do yoga before? Yeah, definitely. And, and like what, so right, what, right before or half an hour what, before. What do, you, what, uh, what do you guys play? We play guitar and banjo guitar. and harmonica. So are you standing or sitting? Usually standing. standing. For sure. Especially if you yeah. want to stand longer. Yeah. yeah. I, would do, I would definitely do a meditation before or after a stretch, but something like five-minute meditation. Okay, yeah. Before you go to practice, are you guys practicing or playing? Usually practice. practice. Okay, so when you practice, maybe do it collectively as you would practicing and kind of just do a nice little stretch, a nice little movement, have a moment of quiet. You can do binarial beats. I don't know if you guys know what that is. That's music. I can share, I can share one of my mm-hmm. favorites that I use with the players that will enhance your brain power and activity so then when you go to play you might feel a little bit more like inspired a little bit more creative and a little bit clearer and just like you guys doing that together energetically might 
boost. We'll have to try that. Well, especially helping out on like the first song because yeah. I, you know it takes a while to get going. Right, right. And then we waste half that an hour. That might help clear our heads too a little bit <laughs> yeah. too. So. Well, for sure. All right. So with all the classes that are out there now, do you find that people are giving uh, yoga classes as a gift? If so, how can uh, people arrange that? I bought classes for Sally and I right before the pandemic. And then for Christmas, we went to one session and then the place went out of business. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think they've ever reopened. Oh, geez. That's, yeah, that happened a lot. There was a lot of yoga studios that closed during the pandemic. So do you suggest classes? I mean, even for I people do. who've never done it? Oh, for sure. I do. I, I think like, especially like if you and, your, you and your wives want to go together, I think sometimes like it's a fun little couple bonding oh we experience. loved it yeah. and couldn't wait to go again and yeah. then never opened back and now up. you can go to a wine bar right after <laughs> yeah. or go, go to mcgeorge's right after and get a beer you know yeah. like, so i feel like there's there's yeah and i would think for brothers or sisters or something like that too would be a fun yeah yeah and i think just bringing somebody too and be like hey like if you buy a package you could be like i'm gonna get this for you come with me yeah you yeah. know Mm-hmm. Now, do you travel at all? For instance, could somebody hire you to do like a wedding rehearsal dinner or a company Christmas event yeah, or something? That'd be a fun... At the studio, we've had like groups of like uh, bachelorette parties come and we would do something in the morning. Um, yeah, all of that. We've done it all. That's cool. Yeah. Now, you mentioned you, you recently wrote a book. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I wrote it about six years ago. Oh, about, six years about ago. About five, okay. five years ago, maybe five, six years ago. It's called Yoga for Athletes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a published book that um, I basically uh, kind of created was using yoga poses to really help athletes, all different athletes, and, and basically anyone can use this. But I break down yoga pose using yoga poses in muscle specific areas of the body so like your hamstrings like certain you know if your hamstrings are tight try this yoga pose or if your hips are tight do this yoga pose so just really to help like um, enhance people's sports performance but also kind of mindfully guide them through really good stretching mm-hmm. for their bodies where they feel tight oh okay cool mm-hmm. Well, you know, we really appreciate your time today, and thanks for joining us on the Geezer Life podcast. You're welcome. This is thanks, uh, guys. Exciting for thanks, us, Ryan. and we're learning a lot too <laughs> in the process. Uh, but uh, is there anything else you want to just leave our audience with before we we sign off here? Um, no, I think you know if you ever have an interest in trying yoga, there's there's definitely try a, a class as a beginner, either a beginner yoga class, a Yin, a restorative. Um, and there's, there's, there are studios that are hot yoga. So the room is heated and we do offer a couple of those too. And then non, non heated. So there's just a lot of variety of styles of yoga. There's a lot of teachers out there. So if you feel like you had a really bad experience in one, don't give up on it. Do know that there's so much more out there and maybe the physical aspect isn't your thing. Explore the, the meditation, the spirituality part of stuff too, because there's a lot to offer with that. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. I want to try that before we play. Yeah, we should. I think you guys should. Like, you got, you got me. Brent's I think... going to think we're kind of crazy when we show up there tomorrow. <laughs> like, I, you know what? Yoga I, do that. Do that for maybe at least three to five of your practices and see see the difference. See a difference, and yeah. then see if there is a change and if there is a liking of it, and see if like. But I'm going to share with you a binaural beat uh, music that yeah. I, I think might help cool. you with that'd be, that cool. too. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thanks again. And what do you say at the end of a yoga class? Namaste. Okay, Namaste. so we need to say Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Geezer Life. 
is written, directed, produced, and edited by Dave and Jake. We do it all ourselves, except when we have to reach out to younger people to help us remember what buttons to push. If you enjoy our podcast, please like and subscribe and even leave us a review. Let us know what topics you would like to see us address here on Geezer Life. We could really use the support so we don't have to live out our final years camping under a bridge, which is a really hard place to do a podcast from. Yeah, help us get better, because we're working hard at it when we could be napping instead. We now have several ways to contact us. Email at thegeezerlife at gmail.com, Facebook at thegeezerlife, and Instagram, thegeezerlifepodcast. Until then, see you next time, unless we keel over in the meantime. So eliminate the worry. Eliminate the strife. It's time to have your fun. It's the